Hello and welcome to The Pulse, MVC's podcast to encourage and equip you for your journey of faith and to keep you in the loop on what's going on around the church. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 77 of The Pulse. I hope that you are having a great week. I am sitting down today with Pastor Pete to talk about where we're going this fall from a preaching standpoint. Yeah. Right? I mean, we've been doing some pretty great sermon series over the course of the last few weeks. And uh, this Sunday we are wrapping up our more series. And this is kind of coming on the heels of our next series. But we're moving into a great series called Less is More. Yeah, we're trying to make it really minimalistic. Next, right. more, less is more. Less is more. Kind of intriguing. What, what might that mean? Yeah, this is going to be a good fall. What uh, What are some fall traditions you have? Uh you know, I really like. Well, if you don't know, I'm I'm a huge Christmas fan. You yeah, know, I, I kind of get on uh, on board the whole Christmas. You've already thing a started. Bit. You've already started prepping for Christmas. I started learning guitar, and so I've been uh, working on Silent Night. You know, I thought I'd start with something simple. <laughs> okay, we'll work into uh, something a little bit more complex down the road. You know, Carter uh, Carter's going to be here to lead worship at Christmas. Fantastic. So you're going to be up on stage leading Silent Night. We're going to do. Uh, no, that's not that's not the plan. But maybe he can give me a lesson. So uh, it's good that Carter will be in town. But fall traditions, this is my thing. I like to go to uh, the library and check out their Christmas music in advance. Just, just listen. Little reconnaissance mission here. I got to, I got to figure out the Christmas albums. If there's any new ones that I got to pick so up, there's so much so, new material. It's just, <laughs> you know, that new rendition you, of, yeah. Before you get to Christmas, yeah. man, it's the fall. This uh, is like pumpkin is. patch. Yeah, pumpkin patch. We do the apples. pumpkin apples. Apples. We did uh, some cider pressing a couple years ago with my family. Mm. That was fun. Didn't turn out super well. We drank more from the bottle than <laughs> actually from the cider pressing. You don't really think about how many apples you actually need to press like a consumable quantity of apple juice or cider. You we, need a lot. We've got plenty of apples to there sell. Are. So. Yep. So if you want to press some apples this fall, pick some up here at the church. Youth are selling them. That's a great promo. That's a nice promo. So by segue, I'm not sure yeah. we can segue this. Fall traditions, Fall right? Traditions. Getting ready for Christmas. Ready. If that's what you do. That's a little weird, but that's that's okay. We love. You know, it. we we ease into it. We, you know, <laughs> pumpkins, pumpkins, Thanksgiving, football, football, Thanksgiving, football for sure. Fantasy all those football. kinds of things. One of the things that I've always have, have enjoyed doing mm-hmm. is focusing on the mission of the church. You're back to school. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, we're I, all we all do our thing. these silly things out here, and you no, take we, it very serious. We got, we got to get for real. People are listening. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's good. No, but really, kind of a fall kickoff, kind of reset. Let's get, all get on the same page. Yep. Where's what's the Lord doing? Where are we going? And to get from here to there, we need that mission statement. Yeah. Kind of defines that. And so <laughs> this is the lead. Why we're doing the more series right. because we're trying to say what is our our mission statement. Is Absolutely. To, to know God more deeply, to love others more completely, and to live life more fully. That's fully. right. That's, that's it. it. I always want to add a tag to the glory of God. That's just you can. When I was little, little hang up. I got. When I was little, we do the Pledge of Allegiance, and I always used to say "Amen" at the Pledge of Allegiance. So you know, you can tag oh, that on there. I like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. At Jonathan's school, they say the Pledge of Allegiance every morning. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know school still, yeah, private school. Some do. Christian, Christian private school. Yep. Okay, so let's talk about the, the upcoming series. Yeah. We're talking about more, more God, more love, more life. Mm-hmm. So our, our people really can be empowered to talk about it. It's just tip of your tongue. 
if you've got scripture now, you've, you've kind of armed to have that conversation with neighbors or friends. Right. When you think of this idea of less is more, mm-hmm. what, what comes to mind? When, when you and I were talking about this, what, what comes to your mind about yeah, it? I think oftentimes we try and make things more difficult for one thing than, than they are. I mean, there, there are some, some simple, helpful practices and disciplines that people can engage in. Oftentimes we fill our time with so much stuff also that we don't have the time, mm-hmm. the space, the bandwidth to engage in those sorts of things. Um, but walking with the Lord doesn't have to be this super complex sort of thing. Mm-hmm. There's some really no. simple sorts of um, tools and resources and practices that we all can engage in to varying degrees, um, but we have to be intentional about that. I think Michael Horton wrote something about ordinary Christianity. Mm-hmm. The thing is, everything doesn't have to be extraordinary, yep. non-top experience, walking by a burning bush. That happens. Yep. God does that. But it can just be in the ordinary. Absolutely. And I, and I think also, as you said, the sim- simplicity. So I wrote down this for our series, Less is More. Embracing simplicity for a healthy soul, a caring church, and a lasting happiness. Yeah. Just less is more. Let's let's declutter. And what are the things we really want to focus on in in, in regard to discipleship. Absolutely. So you, you've defined, we've defined together, but you really laid it out. Mm-hmm. And as a core staff, we looked at six key areas of focus. Yeah. And so we're going to do six weeks. Mm-hmm. Kind of go one through six. One, that's weird how that works. <laughs> we're going to go one, then eight, then yeah. three. So why don't we just talk about sure. those and we can kind of preview. This series starts on um, October 14th and goes all the way to November 18th. Uh, so, first things first, biblical knowledge. Biblical knowledge, yeah. You wrote down um, development of a deeper understanding of Scripture and who God is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, and, and these six areas of discipleship focus really are what we're using to frame conversations at the next environment also. So as we're trying to figure out next steps for people, we're doing it within the context of these six areas of focus. But biblical knowledge is this idea of knowing Scripture, knowing who God is, having a better understanding of both of those things um, so that we can grow out of that, from that deeper relationship with God. Believe it or not, I'm really excited about this sermon. That's good. <laughs> I'm excited about all sermons. Yeah. But this one, because how many times do people in church have to hear, I should be reading my Bible, mm-hmm. I should be, yes, I should be reading, maybe memorizing, maybe reading the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I think you gave some great insights on how to study the Bible in your recent Yeah, just last week, really simple things. Simple things, but uh, just boiling it down, it starts with a love for God's Word. Absolutely. And and the Bible talks about delighting. It's sweeter than honey. Mm -hmm. So we're going to look at Psalm 119. It's the longest chapter in the entire Bible, and it's really a, it's an ode to the Bible. It's just like a love letter about God's love letter to us. That's great. So sort of stir that excitement, like, yeah. Why, why biblical knowledge is so important to, to develop that deeper understanding of Scripture. I love that. Then uh, the second week is prayer and Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Develop the development of the practices of prayer and and Sabbath. How do you yeah. how do you see that playing? Yeah, out? part of it is in know, football season. <laughs> in the midst of football season, part of it is you know I think we've all experienced those dry seasons of prayer where it just feels like I don't know what to say. Is God really listening to me? How do I, how do I work through those? How do I engage in the practice of prayer? And also, how do I create space to not just be talking at God, but to be listening to God, engaging in the practice of Sabbath rest, 
um, because we get busy. Life is busy. There's so much going on. So how can we take time to speak to the Lord, but also take time to listen to what God has to say to us? I've been putting my phone away. Mm-hmm. It's so distracting to have that in my pocket yeah. as a way of, of turning my attention to prayer and, and honoring, honoring the Sabbath. So we'll mm-hmm. talk about that. And then uh, serving and stewardship. Stewardship is so key. Serving, yeah. uh, this is October 28th. It's perfect. It's uh, right at the end of October mm-hmm. to, uh, to develop the lifestyle that uses the gifts God's given us to honor God uh, with our life. We'll be looking at yeah. Romans 12, 1 to 8. You know, in view of God's mercy, um, present your whole lives mm-hmm. as a, a spiritual sacrifice uh, to the Lord. This is, yep. this is your worship. So it's a it's a holistic absolutely kind of kind of a sense of it. Yeah, this idea of of focus on serving and stewardship is about using all that God has given us. How do we take all that God has given us, whether it be financial resources, time, talent, um, other other resources at our disposal? How do we use those things in ways that honor God and further you know the kingdom of God? Yeah. Okay, and then after that, then we had um, leading and discipling. Mm-hmm. Skills necessary to help others grow in their relationship with God. Yeah, we're talking about this as the preschool is is running down the hallway here, but it really <laughs> is about investing in someone else. Um, how do we equip one another to invest in another person's life? You know, our preschool they're investing in these these young lives. How do we as as adults invest in the lives of others, whether that be our children, our grandchildren, um, a friend, a coworker, a neighbor, how do we develop the skills and tools necessary to be confident in that process? Mm. We'll be looking at Hebrews 10, uh, uh, chapter 10, verse 24 says, let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as we see the day with a capital D mm-hmm. approaching. Yeah. Good good word. It's great. Good word. And then worship. That's mm-hmm. the next one. Developing an understanding and lifestyle of worship. Might mm-hmm. be good when, when, when Rob is back in here, maybe record a little bit more. You guys Absolutely. that was one of my most favorite yeah. <laughs> episodes. It was of pretty the Pulse. fantastic to record. Yeah, if you haven't listened to uh, the interview with Rob Wood, I encourage you to go back a couple episodes and do that. Uh, but worship is I think we can get so caught up in worship being singing songs on Sunday morning or, or listening to Christian radio. But worship is so much more than that. How do we develop um, a heart of worship? How do we get to a place where everything that we do is being done from a place of worship? Not just singing songs. That's that's great. That's a part of it. But how do we just live a life where our heart has that condition of worship all the time? I wonder, is that one reason you love Christmas too? Because you No, can, it's just the trees. Just the trees? Yeah. <laughs> no, but because you can sing... You can worship as a family. Mm-hmm. It's kind of part of everything. Yeah. All the traditions and everything so. kind of work together. And yeah. you all get to be part of it. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. For sure. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to lead us all the way up to the end of November. Or no, let's see, the 18th. Uh, Pastor Frank's going to preach on fellowship. Desiring uh, a, a willingness to engage in community. That's what it says. Develop mm-hmm. a desire for and willingness to engage in community. Yeah, I don't think that takes very much here. Around here, no. we love fellowship. We love community. fellowship. So this this idea of fellowship, what does it mean to be the body of Christ? How do we engage collectively? Um, how do we not isolate, but how do we engage with one another, care for one another, collectively come together to use those different gifts and talents that God has given us to go out 
and love and serve the, you know, the greater community around us. You can see how, if you were to write this out, mm-hmm. it starts with the next series of our emphasis on discipleship. That's what we do. That's our yeah. prime directive, being and making disciples. And out of that, the more series, boil it down to more God, more love, more life. Mm-hmm. And now with these six aspects of of the series, you can see how they all kind of fit in with yeah. wanting to know God more deeply, desiring to, to love others in a more complete or holistic mm-hmm. way and living life uh the abundant life that jesus has for us and yeah all this sort of works together sort of have this common uh directive and I, I think the future is so bright for us as a church i do too and you know when you start rattling off those six things it sounds like this is this really big overwhelming sort of thing but the, but we're trying to emphasize with next is that it's just taking a next step you know, some of these things are going to be harder for for one person than another. Some of you might be at a place where you are really great with that that biblical study, but serving may be a challenge. Or some of you may be serving, but studying the Word may be a challenge. And it's just taking that next step. It's it's moving forward in relationship with Christ. And so, you know, this idea of less is more creates space so that you can take a next step to continue to grow. Um, it can be challenging for sure, but it doesn't have to be hard necessarily it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing lord says you know take take my yoke upon you yeah but then he says that it's easy and light yeah so there's this there's this there's a tension there tension there mm-hmm. that uh, i think we're going to have more and more conversations and as we both have had with uh covenant partners of the church yep. who've been challenged who aren't comfortable because we're not allowing them just to to settle back and yet they're stepping up to it because they're, mm-hmm. they're seeing the value and they're excited about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Well, well, I want to thank all of you for listening this week. Uh, joining me, David Miles and Pastor Pete on The Pulse. Uh, this has been a good one. I'm excited for always, the fall. Always fun. Me too. Always fun. And I encourage you to go back, listen to some previous episodes of The Pulse. There are 76 previous episodes. That's a lot to wow. catch up on. So uh, make sure you check some of those out. We hope that you have a wonderful week. Kids are running by. It's preschool time. There's a herd of children. A herd of children. It's a beautiful thing. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.